Okay, so working out is hard. So they tell me. I mean, I'm a gym rat. You know, I mean, look at me. You don't get, you don't get this body without working out. I am a gym rat. <laughs> Do you just stop at the at the smoothie place at the beginning of the gym? Is that? I the- don't think we need to get into my exercise routine. I want to talk to you about yours and Echelon Fitness. Have you thought about losing a few lbs, fatty fatsos? Have you, Pat? You know, a smart uh-huh. rower, you could get one. Sleek fitness screens, auto-folding treadmills, all of it. I love this. It's fitness stuff, and they make it auto-folding. So, you know, I don't want to lift that. Anyway, um, right now, for a very limited time, you can get a free bike or a free rowing machine with a 24-month membership. Pat? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Well, you've let your mm-hmm. you've let yourself go. Well, I have. Us gym rats have been talking about it. <laughs> Text Beck to eight one eight one eight one right now. Text Beck to eight one eight one eight one to get your free bike or free rowing machine. Beck eight one eight one eight one. Message and data rates may apply. See terms for details. Available in Alaska and Hawaii. that are absolutely the most arrogant thing that you have ever heard come out of anybody's mouth or it's the absolute game-changing truth. You decide within 20 minutes. Stand by. We begin in 60 seconds. Kevin wrote in about his experience with Relief Factory. He says, I love to run in my free time. How don't we? I'm a gym rat. I love to run myself, Kev. Uh, he said, uh, I even worked my way up to half marathons. Well, I mean, okay, rookie. Uh, a while back, I started to develop some serious pain in my knees, and that slowed me down for sure. It got bad enough that I was cutting my runs in half. Uh, I was feeling pretty desperate. I mean, I could do so many jokes on this, but Kevin is being so sincere. Uh, then I heard about Relief Factor, and I decided to try it. To my amazement, it worked. I'm back to running again. All right, three-week quick start. Relief factor. It works for me. It works for Kevin. And like I said, I mean, I'm constantly lifting and working out. You do not get a body like this without working hard on it, believe me. Uh, 1995, it's a trial pack. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. Call 1-800, the number 4, relief. 1-800, the number 4, relief. ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. So a decade ago, a decade ago, I wrote a book about becoming George Washington. I had the audacity to begin the book by saying, my name is Glenn Beck and I am George Washington. Oh, my gosh. What is that? What? It's, I said that because I believe everyone has the potential for his kind of greatness to become an indispensable man or woman. 
Today, I want to talk to you about a different George. This George lives in Bedford Falls, and we see him almost every Christmas. Hello, my name is Glenn Beck, and I am George Bailey. I'm nothing special. I'm average. I'm flawed. I'm fallible. I'm emotional. Mm, I'm fat. I'm awkward. And I have dreams that I will never achieve. I got that in spades, man. I am George Bailey. But I believe you are George Bailey as well. This is what makes this movie so incredibly relatable. Because George Bailey could be any of us, and I contend is all of us. Like many of us, George Bailey's life, full of events he found challenging, oftentimes demeaning, personally unfulfilling. And even though he's willing to sacrifice his own happiness for the good of others, that is, in today's life, in today's world, heroic. He does it, and he moves on. Now, if Netflix made this film today, uh, George would leave Bedford Falls and pursue his dreams. And with the help of a gay sidekick angel, obviously of another race, he would find the power within some organization that would help him overcome the evil old white man Potter and discover his fully realized self. And he would identify as some sort of an animal. But the original George Bailey from the Capra film He's who we really are. I don't care what race you are. I don't care what background you have. I don't care where you are. You could be absolutely right now at the end of your rope and you are hearing this by what you would think is a coincidence. You're ready to give up. You're ready. I can't do it anymore. And yet you're hearing this. George Bailey is not a hero because he built the skyscrapers and the bridges of his youthful dreams. He thought he was a failure because of that. He was a hero because of the daily sacrifices he made for his family, the building and loan customers, not the business, the customers, the town of Bedford Falls. He even sacrifices his own moment of sadness and depression to dive into the water and save Clarence, the angel, who he believes is drowning. Clarence shows George that while the price he paid for living his principles may have been costly, he was the one man who could pay it. He was the one man who could stand against the great tide of evil. Remember, this isn't just a story of a guy who makes a difference in people's lives. This is the guy who stood against evil. Remember what the town became? George may be a reluctant hero, but it was his moral character that sets him on a path of virtuous sacrifice. Very Christ-like qualities. Thoreau writes that the masses are leading lives of quiet desperation. But what you in this audience have proved to me, and I hope you prove it to yourself, is that thousands of people just like you, just like George Bailey, are living lives of quiet inspiration. 
It's you and millions like you who every day being George Bailey live your principles. And in turn, that's what makes life wonderful. Living a life of honor and integrity and humility It's not going to make you millions of dollars. It's not going to result in your name being splashed across movie posters. But you will earn something far more enduring. The respect of those who who care, you care about, and they care about you the most. So let me say something incredibly arrogant. Hello, my name is Glenn Beck, and I am George Bailey. And just like George Washington, I am the leader of men. I am fearless. I am the person others will aspire to be for generations. I am an indispensable man. Oh my gosh, how could he possibly say that? Because I believe you are too. So go ahead for just a second. Instead of thinking... Oh my gosh, he's so arrogant for saying what I just said. Say them out loud yourself with me. Say them out loud yourself. Do you even have the guts to say these things out loud? This is the season of belief. Do you believe in yourself? Do you believe that you make a difference, a big difference? Because you do. And if you happen to be one of those people that are listening by accident and you're like you know the world would be better without me say these things out loud because you are just as essential as george bailey i know you are because i have an understanding of what you have accomplished over the years so repeat after me my name is state your name and i am george bailey And just like George Washington, I am the leader of men. I am fearless. I am the person others will aspire to be for generations. And I know that I am an indispensable man. Say that. Say that every day. Say that until you believe it. And believe me. You say that every day, you will believe that. But you also have to see that everybody else has the same potential. So Merry Christmas, Bedford Falls and Dallas and Wichita and Orlando and Bismarck. Merry Christmas to even you, New York and Los Angeles. Merry Christmas to those who identify as Republicans or a Democrat or an Independent. Merry Christmas to liberals and conservatives. And happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, or winter solstice. But mostly Merry Christmas. Because this is the holiday that reminds us of how valuable we really are as individuals. This holiday reminds us that God himself came down and sacrificed himself and his son to redeem us. Not reimagine us, not fundamentally transform us, but to redeem us, to clean us up. God himself saw us as worthy of redeeming, not changing, redeeming each of us. 
uniquely children of God. Say that out loud. I am a son or daughter of God. We will throw around we're all children of God. But have you actually understood what you're really saying? I am a son or daughter of God. With all of the royal heritage and holy pedigree made in his image. May I ask that over the next few weeks. Will you make a covenant? Can we get together and use this holiday to begin the process of seeing ourselves for who we really are? Because if we do, we will change the way we relate to people. And we will also understand our own inherent power. We are truly citizens of a much higher kingdom. We are noble men and noble women, gentlemen and gentle ladies who God cares about and is constantly sending an angel to dive in before we jump into the river ourselves. And he does that as a way to remind us of who we really are and how much value you actually hold. If you were somebody that was standing at that bridge in your mind. I'm your fat Clarence. You are indispensable. And we have amazing work to do. It's going to be an honor to serve with you. Find joy and belief in the season. So this time of year, millions of us gather together and celebrate the birth of the most important child who ever walked the earth. I said this, um, I said this yesterday, the last few days. Um, in the Gospel of Luke, it talks about, you know, I, I went to the first chapter of Luke, and I always remember, you know, my dad, and every Christmas we read Luke, and we read it with the kids every Christmas Eve. But it's not the first chapter of Luke. It's the second chapter. The first chapter is all about preparing the way of the Lord. And who did that? John the Baptist. He was foretold. And he, this is about him being born. And then Jesus is born in chapter 2. It's remarkable. And as I was reading that earlier this week, I thought to myself, the children who are being born right now, the children that are alive and are still coming, are the John the Baptist, I believe, of today's world. They are the ones that are going to prepare for the return of the Lord. We have got to save every single last one of them we can. This audience has saved 47,000 babies this year. I can attach names to them because you donated so people could get an ultrasound. Those ultrasounds are what turn moms around. They come in thinking they're going to have an abortion. Then they see the baby. They see the heartbeat. And 80% of them turn around. I'd like to ask you for $28 if you can give the gift of life. If you've had an amazing, um, amazing year. Would you do me a favor? Would you consider buying an ultrasound machine? They're $15,000.
Any gift of any size will make a difference. A widow's might. Donate now. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250. Keyword baby. Or go to preborn.com slash Glenn. That's preborn.com slash G-L-E-N-N. 10 seconds. Station ID. Oh, sorry. I have to. Sorry. I legally now have to say this message has been sponsored by Preborn. The hell? I, I, uh, I don't know. It's uh, there was. Uh, we're just talking about this. Pat, you do preborn commercials, right? And you don't have to his microphone. Yeah, I do. And you don't have to say. Anything. I've never had that. No. Yeah, that's. I've new. never had the. Hmm. It's new. It'll somebody be is coming. protecting themselves from something. I don't know what, but the wow. attorneys have said. Never, you know. yeah. Look, all you, we care about saving the babies. I know. We I, can know. Tell you. I just ama- it's amazing to me how how protective you have to be today mm-hmm. to say, "Hey, let's save babies." Right. Yeah. That should be just really obvious and to everybody. But yeah. no, apparently not. Apparently not. A lot of people go. Mm. They have to go the other way on that one. Mm. Taking the other side of that position. Yeah. Make sure the babies don't live. That's the popular position these days. <laughs> is that, what is yeah. that really what it is? Yeah. What if yeah. babies don't breathe, never born, never have a chance to live? Wouldn't that be great? Isn't it crazy? I, it's, I, legitimately, I will never understand it till the day I die. I will never understand how the empathetic part of the conversation is, let's let all of the babies be dead. Mm. Tanya uh, is on the phone. Uh-oh. What do we <laughs> do? Trouble. Does she want to go on the air or is she calling for, is there, is this another emergency? Tanya? Hello. Hello. Hi. You're on the air. Hi. Hi. Yes. Hi. Um, so I just happened to be listening to your show. You were, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you oh, were listening to my show? Oh, the presses. Holy oh, the cow, what a Christmas miracle. <laughs> anyway, yes. Um, so um, you've had a pretty fantastic year. We have had a pretty fantastic year. So I would like... To um, donate fifteen thousand dollars to preborn for an ultrasound machine. Well, somebody who's had that could have you. Wow. you, you probably <laughs> would. Probably, if pushed a little bit, would do two ultrasounds. <laughs> <laughs> there are two of you, aren't there? There are two of us. Uh, you said I had yeah. a good year, so that's fifteen thousand dollars for my ultrasound. What about your ultrasound? <laughs> Oh my gosh! (laughs) (laughs) I love you. Wow, that's awesome. I love you. Uh, Okay, goodbye. She she was listening to the show. So, what was her resolution there, though? Uh, Was it fifteen or was it thirty? I'm not pushing my wife on anything. (laughs) Although I will say, I believe they're they're matching them right now. Anyway, the donations are matched, which is uh, really great. So, if we bought two, we'd actually be buying four. Four. Mm -hmm. Why did you take this nice moment from your wife and ruin it? (laughs) Why? Why? Why did you do that? She was trying to do something really don't important, know. and you, know. as usual, screwed it up. I don't know. That's that's. I thank you for making me feel so bad. You now. should feel bad all the yeah. time for honey, various reasons unrelated honey, to that call. Don't worry about it. You only <laughs> have to buy one ultrasound. That's it. Don't worry about the kids. I'm sorry. Don't Listen worry to... about the kids. That is <laughs> not the messaging. <laughs> oh, I'm so bad. I am so bad. And uh, probably divorced. Uh, no, uh-uh. she'll never divorce me. Oh, yeah? No, no. Have you seen the insurance money on me? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. It's pretty I kind of want to get married. Is there some sort of way I can get in on that? No, 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 no uh, not at all. 
So Pat joins us, uh, and we we wanted Pat here on the last show of the year um, for a couple of reasons. He smells like cookies, and uh, it's not cologne. No. Yeah, he runs his own cookie company. And they are from the kitchen. Yeah, they're Mm -hmm. the best cookies ever. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying this as someone who has five generations before me of bakers. They are pretty darn good cookies. And yeah, you know, you could get them at kexi.com, K-E-K-S-I.com. I can't, uh, can't, we can't have you say that on the air because it's. Uh, Can you say, use the promo code, the Jeffy, and you'll save 18%. You <laughs> Is that, that real? <laughs> yeah. The, the Jeffy? Jeffy? And yeah. you save 18 per- 18%. Why 18%? Well, because that's the only number he knows. 18? Yeah, that's the highest <laughs> okay. number All in right. his... Um, I thought it was something to do with body fat, but... The, you know, <laughs> no. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh my gosh, his body fat is no, no, like no, 98. That, that 18% was meat and bones. <laughs> oh, okay. Blood. So 82% right. body yes. fat. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Sounds about right. That's about right. So right. don't mention yeah. kexycookies.com again. Uh, right. Okay. All right. Thank you. K-E-K-S-I. Not just Jeffy. If, no, you do, no, if you do Jeffy, Jeffy, it won't work. It won't work. But the yeah. Jeffy will work. Right. Which yes. I don't know, seems appropriate. I don't know <laughs> Doesn't why. Doesn't it? They're no. so good. They're so good. They're incredible. Uh, we got this great uh, package at the house. Somebody sent us a, you know, a bunch of fruit and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was great, you know. But when they I, weren't cookies. They weren't cookies. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, <laughs> this is the time of the year to let yourself go. You know, people yeah. will send me cookies or something, you know, you know, later in the year. And I'm like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I will, but I'm going to, but I really am going to feel bad while I'm eating this whole box of cookies. <laughs> uh, and, uh, but at Christmas time, don't it's send okay. Fruit. Why are you sending fruit? Yeah. Why are you sending fruit? What are we, a bunch of old Italians sitting around? Hey, crack me some nuts. Uh, who wants a little <laughs> bit of... What are you doing? It- I don't want fruit. Italians are... Oh, wait, don't wait, I don't, I, oh I, Italians I, suck I, with the fruit. I've heard a lot like of stereotypes pasta. over the years, oh, but no. Italians <laughs> like fruit and nuts? Oh, yeah. They're, they're really? not good with desserts, and they eat mm. fruit, and they... That's not oh, true at all. They're not good oh, with desserts. Yeah. What are you talking about? Not compared to the Germans. Really? I don't know. Oh, the Germans, Germans. Are, lots of flaky stuff no, going Germans on. Germans make world. really good desserts, um, but can't make you know the entree. Italians make the entree. Go to Germany for the desserts. Do not put good those two things program. together. It's usually a world war. When it comes to your uh, car breaking down, you always need to keep in mind that it's uh, not really if; it's a when. By the way. You just took on Italians. My wife is listening to this I program. took on Italians. You said they no. like fruited nuts for Christmas. Would you please call and verify that, honey? All cars break down eventually. Oh, yeah, she's going to be on your side right now. Good, oh, good, shut good up. luck. Shut good up. luck with that one. Uh, car Shield offers protection plans for about $100 a month. All you have to do is choose the mechanic to do the work, and Car Shield administrators handle the rest. Uh, you can also count on CarShield uh, to help take care of you when your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road. Every protection plan includes coast-to-coast roadside assistance, rental car options, trip reimbursement, all of it. CarShield, they have my back. When my trucks go down, they have my back. They can have yours, too. Get coverage like I have. Don't have warranty? Get coverage. CarShield.com slash Beck or call 800 800- 391-8888-800-391-8888 carshield.com slash beck 800-391-8888
Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. Save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck Program. By the way, there's a couple of things happening on the Blaze uh, right now. Uh, the podcast, this week's podcast is with Dallas Jenkins. He is the guy who uh, produced, writes, directs. His idea was The Chosen, uh, which is absolutely amazing. Season three uh, is now started, and it uh, starts at the Sermon on the Mount. It is truly amazing. Did you see the movie? Uh, no, the, I, the first two parts. I didn't. Mm, I didn't. So good. I know. I really can't good. wait. Um, you can watch the podcast now. This is all the behind the scenes. What what was hard to get on uh, into these things? What did they really wrestle with? What didn't make it? What did make the cut? It's it's amazing. Um, you can watch the podcast now. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Or you can uh, find it wherever you get your podcast tomorrow. Also, um, at 5 p.m. today on Blaze TV. If you love history, we've got a show for you that you will not, uh, you just won't believe. Thanks to Heritage, Heritage Auctions, I had a chance to um, actually go through, show you tonight, the audience, amazing items from history. Uh, most of it is themed around the JFK space race era, um, but there is so much more. Um, you know, if you are a Game of Thrones fan, space nerd, U.S. presidency buff, Texas, uh, Russian, all it's amazing. I'll show you these artifacts uh, tonight on my Friday Glenn TV show. It's an hour starts right uh, at 5 p.m. on Blaze TV. You will also find it on my YouTube channel as well, which we should note. Um you started your YouTube channel very late in the game. You did yeah, not. I think uh, two years ago. Was it? I don't even think it was that long ago, honestly. Uh, but you're up to 948,000 subscribers. 948. So, you can, so you're not to our a million goal subscribers. Was, our goal was a million by the end of this year. You could. I mean, with the help of this audience, you could theoretically do it. They've done much more important things. Yeah, I mean, this is. Uh, <laughs> this audience has done yeah. more for, I don't know, the world. Than well, a, a any, lot of, certainly any other radio show's audience ever has. That's for sure. I've had a hard time. A, we launched. There's another thing this audience has done. You built the world's first digital network. Mm. I know. Blaze TV. I mean, Daily Wire. God bless them. I don't know if they would exist the way they do or be as far ahead as they are. If it wasn't for this audience blazing the trail years before, remember, it kills me. They gave they gave an uh, an Emmy out to a guy who they say started the world's first linear network on uh, the Internet. But he started it two years after we started it. And it, they, you know they don't recognize us because they can't recognize us, sure. and that's fine. I didn't do it for that. Um, but what's what's crazy is all of the people who said we were out of our mind nuts for doing it. And I used to start every show on Blaze TV. This is the network you are building, and mm. you've changed the world just on that. 
just yeah. on that. That's a big one, too. I mean, now everyone watches TV and movies, and that's how people consume it. Right. And at that point, I remember I had to. I remember cutting a video for the audience to walk them through how to see this broadcast on television. It was yeah. like, you buy a Roku, you set it up this way. Yes, it's going to, it's going to, uh, to, buffer. to buffer over and over again. <laughs> and sure, it's not going to work for about six months, but hey, do it anyway. And people did. Yeah. Uh, it really mm-hmm. is incredible. It's amazing. It's amazing. I mean, think about just the impact overall of this audience. We, we were just discussing it earlier. And, you know, there's a bunch of examples. Yeah, we're, but, by the way, we're just... We're falling over you today. Sorry. Yeah, I am so grateful for you. I really am. I, my heart is just so full of, uh, look at what you have done. Mm-hmm. Stu and I and Pat, we just sit around on our big fat butts. And uh, we say something like, hey, you know what somebody should do? And then somebody actually does all of the hard work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and what you've created in America is unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, you think about it. Most people, right, like at some point in their lives, decide they want to do something to better the world and whatever their vision of the world is. You, you try to join an organization or build something that does some real good. I think a lot of people want to do that. This audience is in what the top one tenth of one tenth of one tenth of a percent of that of that idea. I, you know, they've oh. done more than anybody. Certainly more than any radio show or TV show that I could ever think of. But uh, I don't think any radio show, any TV. I don't think any audience has raised as much money. You know, uh, we had uh, somebody that was looking at uh, Mercury One to help us fundraise, and they said, "Where are all your big donors?" And we're like, we, we don't we don't have those. Well, Tanya. Uh, yeah. And they said, what do you mean you don't have those? I said, we have we have, you know, a handful. I, I can tell you, I I I probably have their address memorized. I mean, you know, we have very few people that give you know money. And it came back to me after I left that meeting that he said um, that Glenn doesn't have any idea how. um miraculous this is that we have more people giving small donations than anything he has ever seen it's like this is a movement of people this isn't one person doing so this is millions of people thinking you know what i i want to help that's amazing and i I remember years ago Someone, you might even remember the amount, but someone sent you an envelope. Remember this? With, eight cents. With, was eight cents. I have them framed in my office. Eight cents. Eight cents. Do you remember what the, what, I mean, you have, if you have it in your office, you probably do, but what, what, what do you remember what the, yeah, we was? were trying to remember. I had to, we had to pay, uh, it was over a million dollars just to be able to do the restoring honor event. Remember? Mm. And Gosh, I had, I didn't even talk about the restoring honor. I event. know. Uh, and so we did restoring honor and it was in New York and it was the first time that, you know, any individual had ever done something like this groups had, but no individual had ever done this. And the Obama administration was all against me and did everything they could. And there were threats from, uh, the black Panthers and Al Sharpton and everything else and really made it scary And then the week before, 
they told us we have to have snipers on the roofs. We have to have them, uh, you know, guarding the crowd. And we had to pay all of this money to the Secret Service. So we would pay the cost. So Mm -hmm. the government wasn't out anything. And it was hundreds of thousands of dollars. And we were already not making, you know, enough money to pull this thing off. And I had one weekend left. And uh, I had flown all over the country trying to ask people for big amounts of money. And nobody would give it to me. Nobody would like, you know, I'd be in people's houses that are, you know, crap, you know, thousand dollar bills. And <laughs> and I'd be like, you know, if we just give a little bit and nobody would do it. It all came from this audience. And so that weekend I had to make a choice where to go. And I was told if you go to this event in Florida, they've already talked to people. You will raise like I think we needed like $400,000. You will raise it this weekend. I'm like, this is it. All the eggs are in this basket. And we prayed and we fasted and everything else. I get on the plane. I fly. Not one dollar. The whole weekend I was there. Not one dollar was raised. Okay. I get back on the plane. I and, and I am I'm actually kind of angry with God. And uh, because... This was, I mean, I had put everything into this, and if it fell apart at the end, it was just destruction. And I had only done it because I felt he told me to do it. And I get on the plane, and I am just beside myself, and I'm crying, and it's just me and another guy on the plane. And uh, and I'm just talking to him out loud, and I'm like, what? what else do you want? What else do you want? What I've done everything, everything. What else do you want? And um, I kind of calmed down a bit. And the guy who was on the plane said, hey, Glenn, I, I know this isn't anything, but um, I, I got this right before we left and I was going to give it to you and I forgot, but this might cheer you up. And he hands me an envelope and I open it up. And there are eight pennies in there. And it says, I I can't remember exactly, but it was from a veteran. And he said, I know this is not going to make any difference at all. But I, this is all I have. And uh, I have to do my part. I believe in what is happening. And I have to do my part. And I burst into tears and praised the Lord. I had the answer Friday before the weekend. He had given me all that we needed. And I got on Monday and I looked at, I looked at the guy who was traveling with me. I said, we're done. It's it. I, we didn't need to do any of this. God had all of this done. And he said, it's eight pennies. And I said, you watch what's going to happen with these eight pennies. And I came in on Monday and I was on Fox and I put those eight pennies down and I read that letter and I said, this guy gave his all and we are X number of dollars away. And I was just with a bunch of rich people and couldn't do anything. Thank you for these. And we raised 
I don't even know. Like I think it was more than yeah, we needed. It yeah. was yeah, it was like six hundred thousand dollars that yeah. day. Yeah. It was incredible. Incredible. Yeah, there's so many stories like that too. I know. It's happened so many times. It's hard to I feel like at times we uh, often forget uh, all of the good things that have happened like that with mm-hmm. this audience. We uh, you know, I never take the audience for granted, but we do sit here every day and talk about news stories and a lot of them suck and I get you get bogged down into that. Mm-hmm. And you forget about all the great things yeah, this audience has done. And it is going to, I can tell you now, I've always said this audience will. I'm telling you now, this audience is saving America. They are saving the Republic right now. It's happening right now. I know it may not feel like it, but it is happening The seeds that you have planted, the seeds that you have done, the projects you have worked on, the friends that you have made, the children that you have raised, it's happening. You're in the middle of it right now. It's fantastic to watch. It's an honor to know you. It truly is. Back in just a minute, Molly wrote in about her dog's experience with Rough Green. She says, our dog Darby, very large. Oh, my gosh, I sounded like. Barack Obama when he was trying to do that that Irish accent. Remember that? Yeah. Our yeah. dog Darby. The sun is out. <laughs> that was his Irish. Yeah, remember? The sun, sun is, is out. out. Top of the morning to you. Oh, my God. 11-year-old German Shepherd, she says, doing so much better since we've been supplementing her diet with Rough Greens. Her skin issues have cleared up. She seems perky, perky and much less lethargic. She's on joint supplements, but her joints actually seem to bother her a lot less since she started taking Rough Greens. Thank you for letting me know about this. You're welcome. Folks at Rough Greens are so confident that your dog is going to eat it and love it. They have a special deal for you. You just go to roughgreens.com slash back. They're going to give you a trial bag for free because they don't want you to lose any money if you, you know, if your dog won't eat it. It's that's it's not the deal. If your dog will eat it, you watch the changes and improvements in your dog uh, over the months that will follow. But get your first trial bag for free. Just call Rough Greens at 833-GLENN33, 833-GLEN33. Or roughgreens.com slash back. R-U-F-F, roughgreens.com slash back. The Glenn Back Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Brian in Florida, welcome. Hey, how you doing, guys? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. How are you? I am doing wonderful. Look, uh, real quick, I put together a quick little uh, trivia show about the Glenn Beck Program, the Stu Does America, and the Pat Gray Unleashed Program from the position of the listeners to see how much you guys know about your own show. Oh, jeez. Mm, <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> terrible. Wow. Oh, this is not going to go well. No, they, sh- <laughs> they should be pretty good. All right. So a couple quick questions. Can't ask for help. And uh, just take a guess if you don't know the answer. All right. <laughs> can't phone a friend. All right. All right. Go ahead. Right. All right. So very quick. First one. What does Glenn often think Governor DeSantis's first name is? Oh, oh that's that easy. One. Rick. Yeah, Rick. Mm-hmm. Rick yeah. DeSantis. Rick. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. That was too now, easy. Uh, question number question number two. Mm-hmm. Stu stated that given the choice between voting for AOC or this other person, 
he would choose this other person. What is the name of that other person? Ooh, mm, I don't know. Well, I don't. I, don't I said it. Anybody. Satan. <laughs> no, the, the answer is Paris Hilton. <laughs> Paris oh, Hilton. Oh yeah, yeah. I stand oh, by absolutely. that. hundred percent. Wow. Yeah, I, I'm with him. That's I fact will make campaign signs. Mm-hmm. All right. Question number three. Name the two songs to introduce Jeffy on Pat Gray Unleashed. <laughs> 2001 Space Odyssey by the kids. <laughs> and the other one is uh, the Arthur theme when you get stuck between the new moon and New York City. <laughs> Your name is well Jeffy. Done, very good. Very good. All right. Thank you. Uh, you have a, okay. Uh, the, uh, it is, um, it was, what's funny about that is, in case you're a new listener and you don't know Jeffy, he's fat. And so. <laughs> Getting stuck between the moon and New York City is actually what Pat means by that. That he's lodged in between. That he gets stuck between the Earth and the moon, which is 280,000 miles away. You've got to be really fat. Week. It'll take you at least a week to fly there. He's that fat. So just wanted to clear that up in case you're a new listener. The Glenn Beck Program.